It's your boy, Marshall, live, and I am live, you guys. It is Wednesday. It is June 10th of 2020. I am on one today. You guys, I woke up in a bad fucking mood, and literally every single thing, I've been up since 5.30, every single thing seemingly this morning uh, that can go wrong has gone wrong, and nothing serious. Like, give me a, bro, Marshall. Give me a break, homie. Like, really? You know, there's people out there that are, are suffering crazy oppression and trauma and pain and and just just horrendous, like, terrible things that are happening to them. And so I guess I don't want to be too dramatic. It's not like like everything is going wrong. Like, how blessed am I? You know what I'm saying? But, Dylan Gang, do you ever have those days when you wake up and you're just like, ah, and then the energy you seem to create, like, every step you go to, everywhere you go, it's like, uh, like, for example, I, I, I was in here setting everything up, right? I have a full cup of coffee. I had it set up here on my little studio desk, okay? And I was like, oh, I'm moving that desk. I'm going to fucking spill that coffee if I don't put it somewhere where I won't spill it. So I took the coffee, put it on the stool, well out of the way, right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm frenzying this morning. And I'm like, oh, like fucking this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And I bend over to grab something off the ground in my butt, which is not even that big. And I'm a little guy. I'm only five foot six, right? My butt hits the stool. Coffee starts shaking, gets all over the place. And I ended up spilling it, even though I went out of my way not to spill it. Lauren says, good morning. Lauren, good morning, girl. Oh. You guys, I thought I was in a shitty mood until I went live right now, you guys. Uh, today's show is awesome. We have an epic show today, as always. Listen, I'm sick and tired of all the racism and all the fucking white privilege and black lives and all lives and fucking blue lives. And like, listen, you guys, we're all one people. And somebody that I was watching that I follow online on all the channels, his name is Brandon, Brandon Tatum. Uh, Brandon Tatum was a former, uh, he's a black uh, black man. He's a former police officer, a conservative. I'm, I'm more probably conservative definitely than I am, but um, I like what he has to say. And he's been saying a lot lately when it comes to the what's going on in the nation. And I just think it's a time, you know, not only for you guys to hear my voice, but for me to share content with you that I think is literally transformational. And so it's never for me to be right or wrong. It's nothing like that. You guys know that. I simply want to create a space on the Marshall Gillen show where you can watch it, observe it, and then maybe we can talk about it and you can have an opportunity to do a new, uh, take a new take on it. Okay. You guys also, uh, we're going to be having Alexander, uh, Lewitt, uh, Marshall. I messed up. I, I can't believe I messed up his name. We're going to be having a good friend of mine, 
Alec on today, who's a lifestyle entrepreneur, lives out in Texas. Him and his girlfriend just basically moved into this like freaking Texas mansion with an amazing pool. This motherfucker's going fishing every day. He's working out, looking good. Uh, he's on this new workout program called 75 Hard. And so in the second half of today's show, we're going to bring in Alec and he's gonna, we're going to have a talk with him, man. We're going to see what he's about. We're going to see what he's up to. And I'm going to ask him some questions. I'm going to be like, yo, bro, I see you out there just living. doesn't even look like you're working. How the fuck do you pay the bills? We're going to figure that out when he comes on. You guys, if, do me a favor. Listen, we have big, big news, Gillen gang. We got big news. And the big news is, is that as of right now, at the time of saying these words out of my mouth, Marshall TV on YouTube is officially at 992 subscribers. Look at that, you guys. Listen, this is only like our 14th episode or something, like our 14th or 15th episode. It seems like a lot longer than that, but that's what she said. I can't help myself. Um, hey, look at how cool, look at our cool graphics. That's us today. That's the show that's going on right now. That's Brandon Tatum and that's Alec who's going to be joining us on the second half of the show. But do me a favor. Literally, I show up every single day. I show up every single day for to be able to, to create a transformational space. I don't need a pat on the back. I don't care about that. What I need is more people to see the show, to hear the show. And so literally, you guys, it would mean the world to me. Like maybe you want to help my movement. Maybe you want to help save a billion lives that save a billion lives with the power of vulnerability and storytelling. You guys, every single day I'm giving the blueprint on how to have more success in health, wealth, love, and happiness. I just need you guys to share this out, okay? And I, th and I think this is a good lesson too before we get into the Brandon Tatum thing and before we get into something I want to share is like, you know, it's, it's all about, life thing in life is about persistence and consistency. Okay. It's always about persistence and consistency. And here's what I mean, you guys, like, I think I woke up this morning because every, I mean, lately it's like, I'm putting ad spend behind, um, amplifying the, the channel, Marshall TV on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we're showing up every day, like just having a, I think incredible content, uh, creating an amazing space for people to transform. And it just gets tiring sometimes because it's like, sometimes you're like, what is it all for? Like I have, at the time of shooting this right now, I have two live viewers. Okay. Now it's not about the likes and the views and the shares. It's not about that, but it becomes tough to show up every single day when you're literally showing up, just talking to yourself. You know what I mean? Now I only say that not because I'm tripping. I'm not going to stop. Like I'm not quitting. Okay. Well, I'm telling that I'm saying this for you. Because I'm a I'm a I'm example right here in front of you guys of literally what happens when you continue to show up. Now our views are continuing to go up day by day. Not our live views, unfortunately, yet. But once I get back to speaking and once I start my Uniting America tour, um, people are going to tune in. And plus, like, dude, I'm not worried about that. But the reason I'm telling you guys this is because there's probably something in your life at the time of watching this or listening to this. Um. You guys, I just got a brand new bag of vitamins last night uh, from a buddy of mine. Uh, he grows his own stuff. He's completely, he's almost fully self-sustainable on the property out here in Illinois. Uh, meaning like they, they collect rainwater. He goes to the spring, this whole entire yard. Everything is like, it's a fucking garden. Um, everything. Like this dude has got, and so it's almost fully sustainable. And he also uh, uh, grows his own mar uh, marijuana, cannabis, all different kinds of it. But he dropped this off to me last night and I've been trying to freak, I was trying to smoke a J before we went live and I'm like, dude, I, it's so wet, I can't even smoke a J. So I'm just gonna take a, a puff of this. It's legal where I'm at and I'm of age. 
I never condone, I never condone anything done illegally or when it's done underage, whether that's alcohol or anything else that's legal. Prescription, you can't even buy super glue these days unless you're 18. But to those of you who do tune in, I'm appreciative. And I just want you guys to see that, look, three months ago when I started the channel, we had just under 340 some subscribers, okay? Not that 992 is a lot of subscribers, but for some of you, you've been wanting to start a YouTube channel. You've been wanting to start a new job. You've been wanting to leave a relationship. You've been wanting to take action on this or on that. But we keep making up these reasons in our head as to why it won't work, why you shouldn't do it yet. What are we waiting for? And I was the same way with a lot of things. And so even though, you know, I'm not getting the views that I wish I was, like if I had a million people viewing me, I know I'd be changing lives. I mean, I because I'm so transformational, because that's just who I am. Now, this is not about me. It's not just some white guy, some half Mexican dude sitting up here just telling you guys, oh, listen to me. I'm like, yo, motherfuckers, listen. And I don't mean to call you guys motherfuckers, but I'm like, listen, how much fucking clear do I have to make it for you guys? How much else do I have to prove to you guys? Like how many more fucking excuses can each and every one of you make for not living your life and showing up, playing victim? And I don't mean that like in a bad way, but I'm saying even the people at the top of the top of the top, they're continually trying to get better. And you can give it lip service or you can actually take action. And so it's interesting because right, literally right before I hopped on this live today, I went live on my personal Facebook page and I was like, hey, this is probably my last day on this Facebook page, like regularly. Um, and I've been saying that for a while over there, but like literally I'm, I'm done with Facebook over there because it's just a bunch of people who talk a bunch of shit, but don't actually do anything. Okay. I'm excited now to be able to. The reason that 1,000 subscribers is important on YouTube is because now with 1,000 subscribers, you guys, I can go live on YouTube from my mobile phone, which I couldn't go live on my mobile phone uh, without 1,000 subscribers for YouTube. And so uh, I've been getting about 12 to 15 new subscribers a day. We woke up this morning with 990, so we've already got two. So I, I suspect that by the end of the day that I'll have 1,000 uh, views or 1,000 subscribers on Marshall TV, which like, what are we talking about? 1,000 people who have made a decision like, yeah, I kind of give a fuck what he's saying. Subscribe. Like, I'm so blessed. And so it's a big day. And what today, though, is it made some space for me. Uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about in this episode. I, I had written it down last night. I wanted to share the Brandon Tatum thing with you. And I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, I'm not sure this and that. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I want, I'm trying to get people to come on this vacation with me if they want to come. And like, you know, we have the merchandise in the store and I have like coaching and consulting, I guess I could sell. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to sell anything. And today what I realized is I, is I don't want to have to say the right things anymore. Like I am a man, I am a person and I have an opinion and I have been watering that down for years because I've been constantly trying to get the views, get the followers, get, get the, get the money, get all these things. And like I, this morning I realized when I woke up and saw the numbers of the subscribers and I know it's silly. I don't know why it took this. Cause I, I, you guys, I coach this kind of stuff. I know better, but I like woke up this morning and I, I saw that and I was like, you know what? And cause be, I was like, fuck Facebook. And I don't mean that we're big friends of the show. We're big friends of Facebook here at the show. Okay. Love Facebook. We love Facebook. Big, big fans of Facebook here at the show. Okay. Big friend of the show. All right. But I was like, fuck Facebook, man. I was like the, the Facebook organic and it's not Facebook's fault. It's how I have been using Facebook. Um, but I've built this network over on my personal profile for the last like three or four years where I was using Facebook organically to make money online. But what I've done is I've created a network on, on Facebook of a bunch of entrepreneurs 
but they're like very intro entry level entrepreneurs. Like they're not really about taking action. Like I go to Facebook memories. I look at things from three or four years ago and it's literally the same people that are commenting on my shit year after year after year who haven't done anything different. They haven't taken any action that nothing has changed, but they still do the mental masturbation where they post a fucking motivational meme or they comment to my motivational meme and they're like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, Oh, why don't you come out to Marshall Palooza? Oh yeah. Well, well, how much does it cost? As soon as somebody asks me how much something that I am selling cost, I know that they're not for me. I know that they're, I know that they're not woke enough and aware enough to be part of my paid tribe yet. It's not good or bad. Not good or bad. And there's a zero judgment passed. But as soon as somebody says, yo, bro, what's it cost? I go, well, I love you. <laughs> That's probably not the right fit for you. And some of you might be listening and watching this and go, well, what, what, why, why is that? You guys, because when I, I, people that I hang out with, and let's just say wealthy and successful people, first off, I didn't used to be like this. I've worked hard over the last three years to become this man. But let's just say wealthy and successful people, what they know and believe is they never play victim to anything. Even when th even things that aren't their fault or they don't they don't have control over, they 100% of the time accept accountability and responsibility and ownership of their reality and their existence, regardless if it's their fault or not. And one of the things that allows people to do that is understanding how to invest their time, money, and energy. Okay. So if somebody comes up to me and they see something that I'm offering, like a, let's just say a vacation, like. Y'all motherfuckers have been locked up for three months, held at the all-time highest stress levels that you possibly could while your business has been shut down and while you haven't been exercising or getting any, any real connection. Now the gates are open and everybody floods the market to try to sell, sell, sell. It's all scarcity. It's all just ickiness and grossness. Facebook is disgusting. I go on my personal Facebook page and it's just a bunch of fucking scared coaches trying to outsell each other. It's, it's terrible. And so I'm like, I don't want to be part of that frenzy. And so... All of you need a vacation, right? All of you need a vacation. And I know that after spending or investing almost a quarter of a million dollars over the last five years in my personal development and business mastery, I know that literally just being around me for fucking 15 minutes can change your life. If you don't believe me, go ask anybody that's ever worked with me. It's not because I'm amazing or anything. Well, I am amazing, but it's not because of anything I did. I just learned a bunch of skills. I just learned skills. I learned skills about emotionality. I learned skills about mindset. I learned skills about productivity. I learned skills about digital marketing. I learned skills about business. I learned skills about selling, influence, persuasion. I've just been learning skills and taking all the money I ever make and reinvesting it into learning more skills. Because what I learned is that the more money I invest, the more money I get back. And so right off the bat, if somebody ever asked me, if they came up to me and they're like, oh, I heard you have this vacation. How much does that cost? I'm like, oh, bro, it's not for you. And I have already done this. I'm like, oh, bro, it's not for you, man. What do you mean it's not for me? I'm like, bro, this doesn't cost anything. You have to understand this is an, this is an investment. It, coming to a seven-day transformational event with coming, to, coming on vacation with Marshall Gillen because of the amount of money and time and energy I've invested to level up my skills, you're going to get value. You're going to get an ROI. So if you're a business owner, right, like Alec is coming on here. Uh, him and his girlfriend, they're successful. But I guarantee that if Alec and I talk and I start asking him some questions about what he needs help with or how we can scale up his business, I could help him make exponentially more money in just one talk. So that means when you come on vacation with me, not just being around me and having the opportunity to ask me something is of the value. And so it's like people are like, oh, well, how much does it cost to come on your vacation? I'm like, bro, it's not for you. Trust me. Trust, not for you, right? Not right or wrong, good or bad. Just is what it is. But people who are like, yo, bro, like what kind of investment is it looking like to go on vacation with you? Those are the people, and those are the people that have invested. Those are the people that understand what it means, 
how, that wealthy and successful people trade money to make money. They trade energy to make money to make an, uh, to make money. Okay, and so showing up at something like that. And so, anyways, the reason I'm getting into this is because once you get that, once you start getting around more people who understand this, who understand this concept, you're you're going to be further removed from people who play victim because people who play victim in their life to every circumstance, to everything that's concocted, to every news story, to every circumstance, people who continue to play victim in their life are never gonna, they're never gonna grow. They're never gonna get any further. And with what's going on in society right now, I'm seeing a ton of victimhood. Like that's why, that's why it's so upsetting with me when people are like, oh, Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, that's bullshit. One, it's not real. It was concocted by somebody to incite race wars, a well-known and arguably the wealthiest racist in the world. Right, so Black Lives Matter was actually made by a rich old white guy, who's a racist, um, which you, most people don't ask the questions; they don't know the answer, right? And so it's interesting because I, for me, I woke up this morning and I looked at Facebook and the representation of why I've had to continue to go back and use that tool, even though it doesn't fulfill me, and even though it makes me feel like shit, and why I'm so happy that we have this because it was like this tangible thing where I was like, oh my God, Marshall, like open up. You can say what you want to say. Just fucking. Say whatever you want to say. Stop trying to water it down so you can try to get people to do this or that. Like, just fucking come out and say it. And the video that I saw last night online couldn't have been more timely. It couldn't have been more timely. And what happened is, is there's a the guy I follow online, his name is Brandon Tatum. And Brandon Tatum, he's just been very real and straight and forward about you know what's going on in reality and the fact that a lot of people are playing victimhood in their life and in their in their businesses. And so I want to play this video for you guys this morning. Uh, I think it's like uh, maybe 22 or 23 minutes long, um, but it's important. I want you guys to hear this perspective. I wouldn't share it with you guys if I didn't think it was. And so we're going to play this video. But before I do, I want to share a, a different video with you guys. Um, for any of you guys, because we've been hearing so much lately about uh, you know, racism and white privilege and this and that. And so I think one of the things that's so triggering for me is unlike people mostly on Facebook or, you know, entrepreneurs, like I call people, people who just do lip service, but don't actually invest anything. Entrepreneurs, they, they want to get behind these things. Oh, we have so many new activists. Oh, so many new activists lately. Put the black square up, do the Black Lives Matter thing. It's like, bro, that's all bullshit, man. And I think it triggers me because I've been an activist for so long. But I, I'm not out here like, and I should be. I should talk more about the for-purpose business. I should talk more about the charity and the donating the time that we give. But I haven't been doing it. And so it's for me, it's it's just annoying because all these activists are coming, these new activists are showing up and they're pretending like they're part of this cause. And how dare you say you you say all lives matter, Marshall, or how dare you say that Black Lives Matter is a dumb campaign? Like you're white and you're part of the problem. Like, okay. For all of you who don't really know what's going on in the world, and this is all I've been trying to say since the fucking day one. Um, oh, that's sad. Hmm. Oh well. Uh, we have no live viewers. It's the first time in the Marshall Gillen show. That's the first time that that's happened, that we have had no live viewers. Anyways, let's watch this video. <laughs> you one of those people who's uh, raging against Trump, uh, you know, the protests in America and all that. You, 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 are you, are you one of those who's uh, uh, acting like, you know, Trump is the devil himself? If you are, you're a fucking moron or you're a fucking crook. Because let's look at some realities here. The reality is in Libya right now, there are slave markets where black men are bought and sold today as property today, not 200 years ago today. And it happened during Obama's presidency. And it happened when Hillary Clinton was a US foreign minister, which is a secretary of state. Did that bother you? Do you protest? 
did any of these people burning and looting and protesting go burn anything then? Are, are you protesting the slave markets of Libya? No. How about uh, concentration camps? You think Trump's a Nazi? They're at concentration camps in China right now. Hundreds of thousands of Uyghur Muslim men are in concentration camps run by China. China is having Han Chinese men sleeping with these Muslim, with the wives of these Muslim women so that they get Muslim, sorry, they get Han children. China is raping Muslim women by the thousands. Are you protesting? No. Are you protesting about the LGBT, uh, the, the homosexuals who get thrown off buildings uh, as, as sinners for, in the Middle East? No. Arab, Arab militias killed 300,000 blacks in Sudan not too long ago. Did that bother you? No. George Bush, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden sent America to a war built on a bunch of lies that ended up breaking the Middle East and ended up in the deaths of, what, maybe a million people? Did you protest? No. Iran is jailing women for 30 years only for the sin of removing their headscarves. Does that bother you? No. You guys are hypocrites. Because the reality is that everywhere in the world where there is real horror, real slave markets, real slavery, real slaughter of black people, real concentration camps, real persecution of LGBTs, real persecution of women, you don't give a shit about any of that. You don't give a shit about the leaders of both the Democrat and the Republican parties who caused slaughter of vast scale for nothing. But Trump, who hasn't done anything, who hasn't even gone to war when the American deep state keeps wanting him to go to war. He hasn't even, he refuses to go to war. He refuses to kill people. That drives you nuts. You're stupid. I, I don't know how self-righteous you think you are. I mean, every, every bloody idiot in the world, like Salman Rushdie is giving lectures to Trump about tyranny and dictatorship. Jesus, really? You, I hope Trump wins in 2020. And I hope that he will make you guys cry for some more years yet. Because you guys are crooks and fools. You guys are dishonest. And you guys are full of self-righteousness that counts for nothing. Because you do not want to look at the real evils in the world. Hey, Trump. Go, Trump. Make America great. Fuck him. Now, this is interesting. Now, obviously, that guy is, you know, he's uh, really just kind of laying it down and kind of going in on people. But I've been saying the same thing. Guys, I made a video about this uh, a, a couple of days ago and about American privilege. Like, that's the problem, right? The problem is that America is such a great place to live. We have so many liberties and freedoms that stupid motherfuckers get to do and say all the things they want. And it's only a matter of time before laziness overtakes most people and it becomes this generational thing. That's not inherent to any race or gender, that's just people in general. And then that's why the people that you surround yourself with is so important. I, I was talking the other day, I'm like, dude, people are like, oh, Marshall, if you don't see racism, like that's the problem, man. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I don't see racism because I don't hang out with racist people. 
Like I, I don't see racism. I don't live in a racist neighborhood. If I did, I would take responsibility for my life and I would find a different place to live. If I had racist friends, I would say my part and then I would find a different place and different friends to have. Like it's not that hard, but everybody wants to play victim. We, we talk about this all the time and that's literally what that guy's talking about. Hey, great. All of you Americans. That's awesome. Cool. Like cool that you've just finally found out that there's bad shit happening in America. Guess what? There's never, and listen, this is, this is coming from other people. There's never been a better time to, there's not a better place in the world to be a black person than in America. We don't have oppression in America. We have people that play into oppression and write their own narrative. But like you guys are going to hear Officer Tate say in this video I'm about to play right now, I, I'm curious what you guys think after this, because when we really truly think about what's going on in society, what's really going on in the world, and then we try to like, complain about fucking police officers killing black people. Give me a break. Nine black people were killed in 2019 at the hands of an officer, right? Over 50 cops were killed in the same amount of time. You guys are going to hear a bunch of numbers from officer Tate, but this is not me just like being like, Oh, yo bro. Like, you know, this is just some white guy up here. Pro propaganda. Like, dude, I'm telling you guys, when you look at the numbers and you actually get the facts from people who on the inside, who aren't spewing out media propaganda, trying to drive us and trying to steer the narrative like fake COVID, right? Which I told you guys was fake in March, okay? It's the same type of thing. And so if you're willing to listen, listen to what other people are saying and not just the, the news. This is this is the guy, Brandon Tatum, we're gonna play. Now this is a whole hour and 20 minutes. We're definitely not playing all that. We're gonna go for about 15 minutes because the first 15 minutes are the most powerful. And this video is gonna be, it's crazy. You guys should listen to him. America, America, America. I just need to vent real quick. I just need to vent. I'm telling you guys, this video right here is an epic rant. I mean, he goes in and I want to share with you guys because this is what's up. I want to know what you guys think. Okay. You guys, the Marshall Gillen show does not exist to tell you guys what's real and what's not. The Marshall Gillen show solely exists to give you guys an opportunity to have the bigger fuller picture. And then upon that, if you decide, Hey, you know what? I kind of feel like I want to know more. I, I didn't know all that. Maybe it changed my ideas. That's what this is about. So when we come back from this short break, what I want to do is I want to play that video. I'm going to play the first 20 minutes. I'm not going to interrupt it. And I want you to hear what Brandon Tatum has to say, because this dude is literally spitting game. Okay. This guy is talking it real. And I was like, after watching that last night and waking up and, and seeing the freedom I'm about to have with a whole new platform and realizing that I don't want to be part of something toxic, like the, the network that I built on Facebook, I'm ready to let all of that go and all that, all that fakeness and business shit go. I just want to be around people who are actually doing shit and that want to do, want to do fun and cool shit with me. Right. Other than that, everybody else can kick rocks, man. Like it's, I just don't, I don't have time for that anymore. And so I want to share that ideology that I got literally when Brandon was like, you know, he was sharing this last night. I was like, yep, this is time, Marshall. It's time for you to step up. It's time for you to do this. But how can we get there? How can we get to our dreams if we never take action? And that's literally what he's going to say after the break. You guys, it is Wednesday, June 10th. This is the Marshall Gillen Show.
Yo, you guys, welcome back to the Marshall Gillen Show. It is the second half of the first hour, and I told you when we came back from break, we were going to be diving into this Brandon Tatum video. Uh, former police officer, uh, African-American man, black man. I'm not sure. I, I think we're not supposed to say African-American anymore. And it's interesting, you guys, because in this, in this video that he shares right here, what he's actually going to uh, expand on is he talks about the difference between being a black American or an African-American and being uh, African in America something like this. You guys are going to hear the difference. He's like, why are these people getting in trouble, but not these people, even though they look the exact same. And so some interesting things to expand on and to think about. But I just want to remind you guys that again, I'm not here to push any, any particular point. I have my beliefs and I'll say them, but that doesn't mean that you have to believe them. And if you disagree, like that's amazing. Like that's what makes life so amazing. So great. We get to be alive. We get to experience the full spectrum of emotion that God has given to us. So again, this is never about being right or wrong. I just want you guys to always approach the content and what we're doing with an open heart and an open mind in a place where you're willing to love God, love people, and do the best you can to help yourself and help others. If you're always coming to the Marshall Gillen Show, showing up ready to do that, well, then my friend, you and I are going to get along, okay? In the second half of this show, you guys, in about 30 minutes from now, we're going to be joined by uh, Alec Lazenko, a good friend of mine, lifestyle entrepreneur. And I'm going to be asking him some questions like, yo, bro, why is it you get to go fishing all day, hang out by the pool and fucking work out and you make a bunch of money? Like, how does that work? Is this a scam? Is that real? I don't know. We're going to find out at the turn of the hour. But in the meantime, let's tune into what Brandon has to say. And then after this is done, I'm going to expand on it. If you guys are watching this live or on replay, comment below. Let me know. Let me know if you guys have questions. Let me know your, your take. I don't want to make this a one-sided thing. And I was just thinking real quick after the break, you know, nobody's going to comment on this video. I know that because only a couple hundred people are probably going to see it. Um, nobody's watching it live right now. Maybe one or two of you might make it this far in the uh, uh, podcast episode. And I was like, I've been down about this all morning. I think that's why I woke up in a sad mood. So I'm like, here we go again. I'm like back to a show that nobody's watching and nobody's listening to. And I'm trying my best, right? I'm doing my very best. And then at the, it, like during the commercial break, I was sitting there and I think, and I'm like, bro, you're sitting here preaching about a victim mentality, right? And you're playing victim right now to yourself. And I just got the biggest, like happiest smile. And I was like, this is why I get to win. Like, this is exactly why Marshall Gillen gets to win. This is why the Marshall Gillen show on Marshall TV gets to be a multiple million dollar uh, advertising brand, um, marketing or channel is because I'm not going to give up. I don't give up. And I know that over time, like water, even water can erode rock. It can make, build through or go through the hardest surfaces, the toughest situations. And so I just started realizing, I'm like, bro, like you've done like 17 episodes after like a year of changing and doing like a gajillion different things. Like what the fuck do you think? Do you think that people are just all of a sudden going to tune in? No, because that's not how it works. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys real quick because I know a lot of you are going through the same things right now. And I'm just saying like, listen, don't trip, man. Just because nobody's watching right now doesn't mean anything. People are going to watch. It's going to grow because I'm going to keep showing up. And so if you keep showing up for whatever it is that you want to do, I'm telling you, my friend, when you wake up in the wrong side of the bed, like I did this morning, try to stop, try to be present, try to look and observe at what you're actually doing. Like I was in the commercial break. I'm looking at my studio lights. I have this cool commercial that's playing. I'm delivering fire content. I'm producing a show every day. I'm showing up for myself. And I was like, bro, you're tripping, homie. And so if any of you guys are tripping today, I just want to remind you, I love you. You're 100% supported by the universe and you get what you put out. So become the person you want to be. Be that person you want to be every day and watch the results roll in. But that only happens when you're not playing victim. So we just saw what uh, on the before the break, uh, the video of the other guy saying, yo, 
Americans. You have an American privilege. You don't know what fucking racism and slavery and, and uh, oppression really is. Okay. So if you guys didn't see that part, make sure you go back early in the episode and watch that. So we just heard him say that. So now we're going to play about 15 to 18 minutes of this Brandon Tatum video. Uh, this is some real talk. Again, I want to know what you guys think. All right. Let's see what he has to say. America, America, America. I just need to vent real quick. I just need to vent because there is a lot of apologies that need to be brought forth. There's a lot of apologizing that needs to go on. I need somebody to explain to me how George Floyd got his funeral televised on every major network. George Floyd has been the talk of the nation. People are protesting and killing each other over George Floyd. And, 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 and I just read earlier that 25 black people have been murdered in Chicago over the weekend, 25. Now, this is what struck me, and it bothers me so much that it's uncontrollable frustration in me to the point where I'm so mad at our country, some of the people in our country, that I'm, I almost want to give up on these people. What? I read a story about a few people that died in Chicago over the weekend. Two young ladies, both 18 years old, aspiring young black people, going to college, doing the right thing, got murdered this weekend. They, they funeral ain't going to be on one television show. They're not going to get a mural. Hell, nobody's going to even talk about it. They're not, they're never gonna even make, they're not gonna make the news. Murdered in cold blood. Then there was another gentleman, which I saw in the article, he was just visiting Chicago, a father of three. Murdered in a drive-by shooting. I just don't understand. What is Black Lives Matter Four, they won't even talk about people that don't get killed by police. And nobody can, nobody's gonna be able to explain to me what in the flying flip is going on. It, it's just, it's Nancy Pelosi now taking a knee, kneeling to show respect for George Floyd. 25 black people have died one weekend, one city, one part of one city. You're not going to even talk about all the brothers and sisters that have gotten murdered in the protest. We're not going to even talk about their black lives. You got kids getting murdered. You got good people. You got aspiring black people who will grow up to probably be somebody. They wasn't smoking meth. They not 
uh, robbing women at gunpoint, they're going to college and getting an education. Murder. They they not gonna get a name. They 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 ain't gonna get a day. You ain't gonna know. Nobody even know who the twenty five people that died in that city. That's that's just in Chicago. We're not talking about the rest of the country. And y'all up here talking about police brutality. Let me, let me give you some stats. Y'all don't understand how mad this make me. Y'all have no idea. Y'all have no idea the amount of stuff people are going through over George Floyd and we got people dying on a day-to-day basis and they don't get no coverage, no love. Chicago, I looked it up. I put it on my Twitter. They had 192 deaths, black people murdered in Chicago last year. Do you know how many police officers killed unarmed black men in Chicago in 2019? Zero, not one. Let's go to 2020. 2020. We're we're not even halfway through the year yet. And Chicago has 191 black homicides. Do you know how many black people were shot unarmed by Chicago police this year? Zero. None. Zilch. Zero. None of them. Every death, violence. 90 plus percent is gun violence. And y'all stupid, mindless, ignorant, foolish people are protesting for George Floyd. Y'all gotta, y'all should be ashamed of yourself. If you've been out here protesting George Floyd, and you ain't looking at none of the, you ain't protest for none of these other people. You, you should be ashamed of yourself. Shame. Y'all beating people over the head. Family members quitting on each other. And y'all won't even protest for black people that didn't get killed by white police officers. Y'all, y'all should, y'all should, y'all, I mean, I don't think Jesus is going to like this, what y'all doing. I used to always wonder, man, how do people go to hell? And I'm not trying to say you're going to go to hell, but what you're doing is so evil. You're destroying America. And you know better than what you're doing. Nancy Pelosi know better. And they're taking a knee for George Floyd. Won't take a knee for that young lady that got murdered. Won't take a knee for no other black people that have been murdered. Never, I never heard them talk about Tashan Lee. I never heard them talk about that nine-year-old that got murdered in cold blood. Never, they haven't even mentioned his name. I guess he don't even count. They know nothing about that kid. And the sad part is, Tashan Lee, his he was he was killed for no reason. He didn't do nothing to deserve to die. And but they can tell you about the other kid, Tamir Rice. And he didn't deserve, I didn't say he deserved to die. He put a gun on him on police officers and they shot him. And unfortunately, he died. But Tamir Rice is everywhere. Tashan Lee 
Nobody knows who he is. How, how does that make sense? Colin Kaepernick, Dane took a knee for no none of these black people who have died at the hands of other black people. If you, if you think about this for a minute, what is the mission here? Do you want less black people to die? I, I, I don't get it. Like in 2019, nine black people were shot unarmed or who were unarmed were shot by the police. And we all know, unless you dumb, you know that every unarmed person isn't innocent. There's reasons why you can be shot, although you don't have a gun in your hand. And so we know nine people were innocently killed. But just for the sake of argument, just say that nine of them were innocently killed. It's nine people. Nine. If cops never shot another unarmed man. That's nine people. Y'all got more than nine people dying in one city in, in two days. Listen, I think in Chicago, I think I read in this article, they had 18 people killed in 24 hours. 24 hours, they had 18 homicides in 24 hours in one part of one city in one state in the United States of America, it's 50 states, one state, 18 homicides in 24 effing hours. And, 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 and police done shot nine people over 365 days multiplied by 24 hours. I don't even know what that number is. But y'all out here burning the city down, disowning your family members, putting black squares for nine people. And in 2020, there has been three people. Three. Now, how's somebody supposed to take you seriously? And I'm blaming, and I'm talking about black people too, because you started this. You done dragged these weak white people with you. But you started this. You've been bashing white people about black lives, and, and, and a lot of y'all don't even really care about black lives. It's a political stunt. Y'all don't care about black lives. Y'all don't care. Because if, if it was a Republican that get murdered, y'all don't care. That person don't count. If it's a black person killed by a black person, y'all don't even want to talk about that. If it's a black person killed by a black police officer, y'all not going to even play that on the TV. Um... It's only if they get killed by a white person. Only. My Nancy Pelosi ain't talking about. Think about this. And I'm going to call out Trump and everybody else. Somebody needs to address. I don't know. Maybe Trump did. I haven't looked at Twitter today. Trump and these politicians, the same ones kissing George Floyd's rear end when he was a complete crook. Are you not going to talk about Chicago? Black Lives Matter. To who? To who? 
Not Black Lives Matter. Somebody said my audio is weird. Can y'all hear me now? Can y'all hear me now? I guess my mic, I guess my stuff off. Can y'all hear me now? Good now? I did have my finger in front of the thing. My fault. Oops. Oops. But anyway, I'm sorry for the bad audio. But y'all get what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I lost, I've lost, I've lost respect for a lot of people. I've lost respect. You know, you know, let me tell you, let me tell you this. Black people in America have reached an all-time low. Reached an all-time low. And, and, and everybody keeps saying, you always talk about black people, you always talk about black people. But we are the ones that are promoting a man who was a crook his whole life, just about. Maybe he had some times where he want, he found Jesus. He was a crook his whole life. He died smoking meth and fentanyl. And he is a god in the black community. He's a god. Celebrities at his funeral, they, they forgot about COVID-19. They won't even they they won't even worship God because of COVID-19. And then all of a sudden, COVID-19 disappears. They at this boy funeral. Three funerals. And you pastors, you pastors out here, God is going to get you. God is going to get you. God is going to get you. I often wonder how do good people go to hell? And I'm not saying they're going to hell. I'm just saying this is what I wonder. How are you a pastor and you're preaching God's word and you are in the middle of your church preaching division and racism? Somebody help me. Somebody help me. If you are if you are mentioning white privilege behind the pulpit, you have no God in you. You don't know God. You playing. You playing with people's money. Because in the Bible, there's no more condemnation in Christ. There is no male or female in Christ. There is no black, white, green, or orange. We're all God's children. There is no such thing as white privilege in the kingdom of God. Because therefore, you're trying to tell, you, you're trying to tell God that God ain't got more power than some man-made privilege. So you're telling me that the door that God opened the white man can close it because of white privilege. Or that God, when he anoints somebody to do a work, that his work cannot be fulfilled because the white man is, is, is going to interrupt it. Y'all know y'all wrong. Pandering. God ain't pleased with the lies and pandering. You got white people at your church and you have a whole sermon about the black struggle. If you think that black people are oppressed in the United States of America systemically, then you ain't got no God in you. You got no God because you have no logic. You are not reasonable. You are emotional. You should not be a pastor. You should not be a pastor. Black people are not oppressed in America. In what way? What, how? Oh, because you smashing and dashing 
somehow you oppressed because your mom and them didn't do what they supposed to do with their money. You mad at the white man doing what he's supposed to do with his money. Ain't nobody told you to go buy no Jordans. You could start you an LLC with them five Jordans you got in your closet. Ask me, why am I saying this? When I was growing up, that's all people were talking about, getting jades, $200 sneakers. You ain't got no job. You spend $200 on some Jordans. No generational wealth. Y'all out here get signed to the NFL draft. Joe got here going buying Bentleys. What you getting a Bentley for? You ain't got no money like that. 80% of NFL players go bankrupt. You, you are not passing along generational wealth. 80% of players in the NFL go bankrupt, and 80 plus percent of them are black people. That's, that's cultural issues. That's not the white man. The white man didn't tell you to go buy Gucci and Fendi when you're going check the check on the, on the, on the, uh, uh, on the, in the NFL. You make it league minimum. You should be investing your money in property. You should be setting yourself up for the future. You may need to drive a Prius your first three years in the NFL. But no, you got to be big shot like the other fool, and y'all ain't got no wealth. All that money generated in the NFL, y'all Negroes could come together and build financial security. But y'all ain't going to do that. Y'all ain't going to do that. Because the, the white man's holding you back. Even though the white man paying you millions of dollars, they're holding you back. Some of y'all working for white people that then made an investment, created a company, the white man done gave you a job, and now they, they're your problem. You like, Listen, listen, and, and I, listen, Tyrone, the white man wasn't, didn't have his hand on your back while you, was, while you were at the house with that girl. He wasn't pushing you in and out. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. He wasn't pushing you in and out. And then she pregnant and you and went out somewhere. The white man ain't got nothing to do with that. You shouldn't have been smashing and dashing. And then you got a kid that you don't even take care of. And then that kid ain't got a daddy. That's on, bro, that's on you, bro. That's on you. That's on you. Your mama told you to go to school and get an education. You should have been doing your schoolwork instead of you chasing these girls. That's on you. That's not the white man. Some of y'all parents need to be held accountable. You ain't going to one PTA meeting, but you know what the real housewife's doing. Ain't at your kid's school, don't know your kid's teachers. You ain't taught your kid nothing. You taught them how to grow up and be a dummy. But that's systematic oppression. No, you oppressing your own kids. Get your life together. Do your part. Y'all out here making excuses for what? For what? See, the problem is, and this is, I only know what it's like to grow up black. I don't know what it's like to grow up white. The problem is, is that you waste too much time worrying about somebody else. You sitting here looking at the white man going, yeah, you looking at me in the store right now. Why are you worrying about what other people doing? Worry about what you doing. Oh, I got to work twice as hard as the white man. No, you need to work twice as hard as everybody. Because you forget, you got to compete against black people, too, and Asians and Mexicans and immigrants from Africa. Let me tell y'all something. 
if oppression and racism was really a thing, really a bad thing in the United States of America, why are African immigrants doing much better than black Americans? Why? African immigrants are destroying black Americans on every level, education, career. When you look at pay, you say, what's the pay gap between black Africans, African immigrants and black Americans? I thought oppression and systematic oppression, don't, they don't know you from Africa. They just know you got black skin. Oh, it's, it don't, it's fake. It's fake. It's called culture. If you made it and you're an immigrant and you made it to the United States of America, you're probably cream of the crop. You're probably an individual who work hard, understand values, and you appreciate your country. At least you appreciate America, even if you ain't a citizen. And you come over here and you work hard, you put your head down and you get it done. You ain't like the black people in America, not all, that's complaining all the time and talking about somebody else then did something to somebody instead of getting the job done. Okay, so you guys get the idea. Now, I mean, obviously it's a very powerful video and I, there's, that's only the first, would we play maybe 15 minutes of it? Um, he goes on, this was a lie, that was the first 20 minutes of it. He goes on for another hour after that. And so this is not, again, me sitting up here trying to be like, oh, like trying to prove a point. The whole episode when I started off was about making excuses. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care, you know, what color you are. You live in fucking America. If you can't find success in America, then you're, I promise you're not going to find it anywhere else. And if you're like, well, fucking it needs to be fair and equal, like, dude, that is not what America was founded on. America was literally founded on people who broke away from oppression and wanted to gain and have more. And so, you know what I mean? Again, you guys, I just wanted to create a space for you guys to have an opportunity to go listen. It does, everything in reality is an, is, is an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And everybody, no matter what color, what gender, what your background is, where you're from, Every single person can find a narrative in the world to reinforce any feeling that they want to feel. So all I'm saying is, listen, Gillen gang, do you like the feelings that you're feeling, you know, out in society? What's what we're going through right now? And if the answer is no, then I would suggest getting around better people, tuning into better information, right? Taking better action, simple things. A uh, friend of the show, Evelyn says, I see all of that. I see all of this that's happening as a distraction to something greater, an agenda that's been intended from uh, centuries back. As the generations continue to evolve and the conditioning in all human interactions continues to be tamed with, matters like this will always show up. It's the byproduct of decisions uh, that are being made. All of these events happen. Meanwhile, it's pushing forward everything else that's not being addressed deliberately. There's a battle happening that we cannot see right now. Evelyn, I couldn't agree more. There's a, definitely a battle between uh, good and bad. Um, but again, I just thought that video was a really uh, interesting because he gives us a, a, an opportunity to look at what's happening in the world uh, and then to like, you know, something tangible and to go, wow, like, how do I feel about that? Where else in my life am I creating these feelings? Where else am I, in my life am I not stepping up and taking responsibility? Like, listen, I'm not saying that any of it's right or wrong, good or bad. I'm not saying that there aren't people who've experienced racism. I'm not saying that, that that doesn't exist. I'm saying that life is how you perceive it and you can play into whatever story you want. When I woke up this morning, 
I was in a bad mood. I was like, well, man, nobody's watching the show. This is never going to grow. And I'm like, bro, it's been 15 episodes after a year of doing a gajillion different things. And so like always, Gillen Gang, the only thing I wanted to do with the first hour of this show is I wanted to prove to you guys that attention goes, I mean, energy goes where focus flows. Where focus goes, energy flows. That's what I wanted to prove to you, okay? And what I mean by that is, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit that's happening out there in the world. And you guys can do whatever you want. You can tune into whatever you want. It's not right or wrong. I'm just asking you is what you're doing every day, is it resourceful? Are you taking, are you having resourceful thoughts so you can have resourceful feelings, take resourceful actions, and then get resourceful results? That's it. And once you have a system down and you surround yourself with a community of people who are just like you, who are just as driven as you, who have the same types of goals that you do, who also want to be away from all the knuckleheads, you're going to watch your life transform. I talk about the power of association all the time. The power of association has changed my life. Okay. It's who you surround yourself with and what you focus on. And so in the next half of this show, I'm going to bring on a lifestyle entrepreneur and I'm going to show you guys, I'm going to ask him some questions. He's going to show you guys, and he's going to to you that even in the times of pandemic, even in times of all this nonsense, and even though it is terrible and it's awful and it's heart wrenching, and we all wish that we could go out and save everything in the end, the number one thing we can do is save ourselves is heal ourselves because the way that we choose to show up in the world physically where we're at, start where we're planted, that's the energy we can start to give off to the people that we surround. And then that starts to perpetuate. And so again, you guys can do whatever you want, focus on whatever you want. I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm just saying, hey, yo, did you know that you get what you think about? And I'm going to prove that when we come back after this short commercial break with lifestyle entrepreneur, my good friend, Alec. I haven't seen him or spent any time with him since we set a Guinness Book of World Record, uh, which I think was a shit. I mean, it's been a minute, maybe back in 2017. I can't even remember. But again, it's just more proof that the power of association and taking action, no matter how many views you guys are getting right now, it's going to prove to you guys that anything's possible. You guys are going to dig this story about how Alex and I first met and spent some time together. And we're going to hear about why uh, he's going fishing and working out and swimming in his freaking nice pool. And like during this pandemic, like people are supposed to be struggling. Doesn't he know? Or maybe there's something we don't know. We're going to find out. It's a short commercial break.
Live, and we are back for the second hour of the Marshall Gillen Show. It is Wednesday, June 10th. Uh, according to one of my Instagram friends, it is uh, Wine Down Wednesday, like drink wine, right? Wine Down Wednesday. And so I'm going to be live later tonight on Instagram uh, with my friend Stephanie. I think it's at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you guys want to watch me do my thing on somebody else's platform, uh, head over there. I'm, I'm going to get some wine. So you guys are going to see me drink some wine. I don't usually do that. That should be fun. But in the meantime, you guys, we're going to bring on a good friend of mine, Alex, and we're going to uh, ask him some questions about what, he, what the hell he's been up to, what a lifestyle entrepreneur is, and how he's helping people in the world. So uh, without further ado, give a big round of applause <clears throat> for the incomparable Alexander. What's up, bro? Man, what's Woo! up? What's up? Thanks for having me here. I can't hear you. There you are. You can't hear me at all. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. You look like a child. You look like one of those old school, uh, like uh, like kung fu movies where they're talking. And it's like, <laughs> I got my CD player here, and I'm going. Can you hear cool, me? Cool, ma'am. Well, we're gonna run with it. It's a little bit off. Yeah, hold on a second. Stay there. I wonder if I'm it's try my one thing. Are you there? I know you're fine. It just there's just a weird ass delay. That's all. It's not a huge deal. Okay. Uh oh wait. Cool. Let's roll there. Man, everything is amazing. Life is good. We're out of the quarantine. I'm excited. A lot of things are happening and it's it's just good, man. It's good to be alive. Dude, come on, man. I love that, dude. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. But I want to first off, I got to know what's going on, dude, because that living room looks like a, a serious living room. You look like uh, you guys are like, I don't know, like freaking drug dealers in Cuba or something. What's going on, man? You guys just moved into a big ass house. Yeah, we just moved in in March and uh, it's been it's been a ton of fun. This house yeah. is literally, uh, I mean, it's out, out of anything I've, I would ever imagine I would live at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. Man, if you if you know my story, I mean, you know a little bit about me, yeah. obviously. But like, if you don't know my story, like I come from poverty. Like yeah. I come from, you know, uh, not knowing where. In fact, let me back it up. My yeah, mom, man. when she was pregnant with me, she literally lost her most of her teeth because mm. she couldn't feed herself and and me. So you know, that's kind of, that's the kind of 
you know, that's the kind of life I come from. And now here we are. Yeah, no doubt, man. And so like, where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Kiev, Ukraine. Okay. Uh, when did you and, get here? And I got here literally almost exactly six years ago. So it's like not even that, not even that long ago, really in, in contrast at all. Yeah, pretty did, much. Did you speak English when you showed up? Uh, I spoke a little bit. Well, I shouldn't say a little bit. I mean, I spoke quite, quite a bit of English because mm -hmm. I've been, I've been learning it since I was five. Okay. And then I visited the U.S. I spent three summers here uh, before I decided to move. Um, so I did speak a little bit, but it wasn't, you know. Yeah. People ask me, "Where'd you lose your accent? How how did you how did you get rid of your accent?" I said, "I lost it on the way here." Dude, that's funny, man. Well, like honestly, I just I, I'm I'm curious because now you're bringing on the show, and you know, I, I have a background a little bit. I, I understand what you act, what you and uh, your girlfriend do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to think of her handle. What does she go by? Uh, Jesse Lee. Yeah, um, Bossley. 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 That's what it is. That's what I was trying to think of. Bossley. Um, but it's interesting, bro, because like we were just talking earlier in this episode about just the victim mindset and that the victim mindset, it's not inherent or unique to one specific race or gender. Like it, it's a, it's a, it's a human trait, you know, and it's something that our ego usually ha instills in us to keep us alive. Like that's, that's why it exists. Right. But now it exists in a little bit different way, obviously, uh, you know, uh, in a modern society, we don't have the same kind of pressures and things that are going to kill us, but it's the same chemicals in our body. And so, you know, sit here and listen to you. You're going, look, I just showed up six years ago. I come from extreme poverty. Um, and I did, I mean, I spoke English, but like, you know, I'm not like I'm not conversing back and forth. And now here I am six years later, sitting in a house with my dream girl, my dr a dream house and literally work like i i get basically i get paid to do cool workouts and go fishing and then create content and more than anything that's why i wanted to have you on the show bro because i'm like this is a dude that proves that anything is possible when you show up for yourself and you don't play victim to anything because it's always i mean i'm sure dude like i mean did you experience any type of racism like or anything like that or like uh, discrimination when you first came at all uh no, not really. Yeah. Not so really. Had, where did you go to when you first came over? So I, when I first came over, I came straight to Texas and uh, I started, you know, we had this apartment in Plano and I started out um, cleaning apartments. That's why I started out like working literally 14, 15 hour days, yeah. making not even a hundred dollars in a day. That's why sweating, sweating my butt off all day long. By the way, I wanted to ask, is this a PG 13 or what kind of, no, this is like, you can say whatever. Okay. Just in case I uh, get passionate. <laughs> I, I, you know, sometimes I have a little bit of a potty mouth uh, as the people well know. And so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, I, let's see, we have some comment here. Uh, sounds fine. No delay. Yeah, we're good now. So, um, what I wanted to say though, is let's give them a little taste. I, I actually like what just briefly, cause I want to, I want to share the first time we met, and how, what we were doing and both that in our life. But before we do, just share briefly, uh, like what is it that you, you and Boss Lee do? Like what do you guys do? People are like, oh, they, they might be watching from the outside. Obviously, I understand what lifestyle entrepreneur is, but just explain to, to the audience, somebody watching or listening, may not, they may not, they're like, 
wait, you're part of one of those MLMs, you're a digital entrepreneur, like what are you? And so maybe just break down kind of like what your day looks like so people have a brief understanding of how this whole thing works. Yeah, so I mean, we do a lot of things. Um, she owns multiple businesses, uh, not only online businesses, but also uh, brick and mortar stuff. Uh, we do different investment stuff. So I mean, we do a lot of things, but uh, the biggest vehicle that we're using is network marketing uh, to sell uh, exogenous ketones. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different opinions on network marketing industry. There's a lot of different uh, views and so on. But man, like this is, it's literally the best opportunity. If you come from, from anything close to where I came from, this is literally the best and the easiest way to get yourself, get your feet, dip your toes into the entre entrepreneurship world and start learning how to build businesses. I right. Because uh, because the cost of entry is literally next to nothing. Right. Uh, for example, uh, Boss Lee just bought a hair salon. Right. And cost of entry was crazy. Right. I'm right. not going to call numbers, exactly. but it was multiple six figures. Right. Exactly. Just to just to get into it. Right. And most people start businesses not even knowing if they're going to be profiting or not. Right. right. So the cost of entry is literally almost zero. Right. Some some in fact, most companies right now over the covid time, they've had like zero dollar entry or one dollar entry or whatever. Right. So you can get started right now. Right. Even if you're literally like in poverty right now. Right. Um, next thing is most of well, I should say all of the business aspects that come like you know warehousing manufacturing the product doing the research doing doing all the uh you know doctor stu studies and all the things it's already done right it's already done for you the company whatever company that you you know feel attracted to and passionate about it's already done for you right all oh. you have to do is literally be you know be the best uh, best you know customer right? yeah so essentially what you're saying is that like network marketing for the right person is is one is gonna because we talk about this on my show all the time you have to have better skills to get better results the more skills you have the better results you get same thing we were talking about power of association but what it sounds like to me first and foremost is what you're saying is you're basically like becoming a spokesperson for things that you already use and believe in exactly that's interesting, man, because I know a lot of people will hear that. And I love what you said, oh, the cost of entry, right? And a lot of people may not understand exactly what that is. And you just explained it beautifully. Like people think, oh, I start a business. I have to, I got to pay for this for rent. I got to pay for all the stools and all the stuff and the insurance and the licensing. It's like, no, like you guys, we have online now. We have social media and we have mobile yes. phones and laptops. There's all kinds of stuff that you can sell and promote for companies that already have big infrastructures set up. And so, Alec, I want to ask you this, man, because a lot of people will be like, oh, well, so you're telling me I can make a bunch of money, but I have to I have to pay five hundred or a thousand dollars up front to get started. Sounds like a scam. Like, it's funny because I heard this quote the other day. I keep saying it because it's so funny, but it's like uh, the rich get richer and the poor think everything's a scam. And I'm like, mm -hmm. bro, that's so true, man. And so 
for a lot of our viewers, they're probably kind of on the cusp of like becoming that full-time digital entrepreneur. But like, what do you say to that dude? When you hear that and somebody's like, Oh, Oh, I got to pay money to do like, what do you have to say to that man? Uh, I mean, it's a choice, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a choice. You, every single day you wake up in the morning and you, you make a choice, yeah. whatever it is you, you can, you can choose to, uh, hit snooze or you can choose to get up and go get ready for the day. Yeah. Right. So you can choose to have your mind closed to, uh, you know, to seeing somebody else's perspective. Right. And it, comes back to right the power of association mm. if you hang out around five broke people that are saying it's a scam then you're probably going to be saying it's a scam as well 100%. right if you hang out about around you know people that are successful and making it happen out there right then you're probably going to become someone close to that 100%. right so you know it's a it's a choice to keep your mind open to different opportunities because if opportunity is not knocking on your door, build a door, Dude, right? And by building a door, I mean, open your mind right. to different options out there, Dude. right? And just be able to listen. That's why you have two ears. And one mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, I dig that, man. And so uh, I, I, I would, I haven't asked you this, but I bet if I, if I, man, I'm gonna, I'm going to right now. But um, I, I would assume that among all the amazing things that you've experienced by running your own business, that being part of running multiple businesses uh, with uh, Jesse, Jess, or Jess, Jesse, it's Jesse Lee, Jesse Lee, yeah, Jesse Lee. And so uh, with Jesse Lee, is like I, I know that the freedoms, I know that the nice, like the material stuff is really great, but I, I would, I would, uh, well. How was the like having the network? I mean, what is the value in like actually having friends and people that care and want to do things? Like, what is that like? I mean, it's it's amazing. Like, literally any any kind of information, any kind of resource, uh, right? That you might want to know about, right? Um, it's it's available out there. You just have to find the right people who know where it's at right mm -hmm. and you know and and again like back to you know the business the network marketing side of uh the networking side of network marketing right you get to literally get around people who are making millions and millions of dollars right and and there's a there's a circle right uh people think that there's like these secret societies right, right? well it's true there yeah. are secret societies there are right and unless you're open to you know the opportunities and unless you um you know are willing to go out there and meet those people um you won't know right you don't know what you don't know so absolutely I mean, same like with even with investment stuff like yeah you can go and find you know investments you can go and find you know cheap stocks or whatever or you know you can get lucky but there are people who literally do this stuff for a living and if you know those people you literally get text messages and phone calls saying look here's an opportunity you're in or you're out 100 right? and it's a choice again dude i i love that it's like I, it, you know we haven't talked uh, like this in a couple of years i think at this point and uh, just like to like to hear like how confident, how matter of fact you are in the beliefs and like what what you've manifested, man. It's 
it's truly really like it shows me that you're one of the few people in my life that's actually playing at the high level that we're all like you know aiming for and it's like i've been i've been trying to tell people bro i've been trying to tell people like yo you guys should be making money from your phone it's really easy but it's like the people are skeptical and so for you to sit in and talk about power of association your network it's something we preach i preach all the time i'm like yo you guys like the number one thing that changed my life like that was when i started investing in my network like it was everything and so it's it's funny to me you know i planned this vacation in september marshall palooza and for nothing more than like i just don't want to coach and consult anymore i'm not going to do that don't want to yeah. do that i want to build a tv network I, that's what i love doing i love performing and so um, I was like, I'm just going to go on vacation. I'm like, but I might as well get a fucking big enough place and basically play like a travel agent. And so some people we've been selling tickets and people are like, oh, some people are no problem. They're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, is there a bed left? That's the trip. And I'm like, yeah. But then a lot, you know, a bigger majority, obviously if people are like, oh, like, well, I'm not going to, why would I pay that, that to go on a vacation you know, for a week? And I'm like, listen, if you don't understand, you know, that it's not the investment, the direct investment you're making to be there. It's spending a week around brilliant and motivated and dedicated people who are like already solving like problems and they're already like moving. But when you put a bunch together of people in one room, like with your network marketing, like it's magic. And so I love that, said that you're like, if you don't know, you don't know. And it's not, and I, I'm no longer in the business of trying to convince people like yes. do it. And so I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that with you guys. So like, you know, as this business starts to go forward, what is it like? How have you guys found a way to like brand and advertise what you do without having to do the whole, whole okay, go like, write a list of a hundred people in your life and then go message them. Like, what is this new age like kind of like? Cause I see you doing a lot of things and we're going to get into that in the second half of this interview. I see you out fishing, see you swimming. I see you working out the Dallas Cowboys freaking training facility, like the top of the top shit, you know? And I want to know why, how, like, what's going on. But first off, is how did you? How, what is it that's happening behind the scenes that's allowing this to happen? Um. So I mean, there's there's a few things to it. First, I just wanted to uh, say that by the time that I have met Jesse Lee, the castle was already built. Right, the house was already built. She's been in business for over nine years now, and she started out needing. $300 to pay rent living in a basement, right? So I just wanted to make sure that that's known that, you know, she didn't come from, from wealth either. Right. And, uh, you know, over the nine years that she's been in, in, um, direct selling network marketing business, right. She has learned a lot of stuff. And one of the biggest, that's what she's known for is like, systems right every single thing that you know that you're going to be doing over and over and over and over and over again you need to figure out a system that you can that you can replace that action with does that make sense so for example right you know like you said uh, making a list right the, the old school ways we call them right uh, you can still make a list, right? You still need a list, right? The list is is literally where your money is at because, you know, Grant Cardone uh, talks talks about it a lot. You know, who's got my money, right? Because the money is already there, right? The money is already in the system. It's in the market, right? It's not like money travels from a different planet when when you make a sale, 
right? The money is there. Someone has your money already, right? So I don't know how much you want, right? I don't know how much you want to make, but somebody has it, right? So, uh, you know, if you can figure out a way to reach out, right? If you, okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of jumping around a oh, lot no, of places. Oh, really? excellent. I'm kidding. This is great. But, but look, if you... If you're broke right now, I don't know how many people are watching, who's watching. If you're broke right now, it's because nobody knows you. Right. Fact. That's all. That's the bottom line. Right. Fact. So, so what would you say? What would you say that Jesse Lee's biggest thing for her was to become? Because now she's got, I mean, tens of thousands of followers. Um, I mean, what do you think? What did she, what did she talk about? How did she, how did she get in front of more people? So, I mean, it's, it's all about being yourself, right? You, you live your life um, and you do you, right? You don't try to become anybody else but yourself, yeah. right? You don't try to become Marshall Live, right? And, and go and do crazy stuff and like start all these shows. You be you, right? If you like fishing, go fishing, but fish louder, right? Yeah. Talk about it. Now we have devices. We have our phones. It's literally like TV in in the '90s or '80s or whenever, right? Yeah, it's good. Point. And you know, and you've been talking about it for a long, long, long time ever yeah. since I've met you, right? So uh, you just need to use the technology that's that's already in place. You just need to use the platforms that are already in place to expose yourself to more people, 100%. right? Um, so whether you make a list and you write it down on a piece of paper or you make a list, you know, on your phone, right? You need to know that the more people know you, the more money you, you're going to make. Right. Right. And you're not trying to go after anybody, right? You're just trying to be you authentically, loudly, and your people, right? We always say like, if, if somebody, if somebody is hating on you or somebody commented something that, you know, that's whatever, like bullshit, right? It's, it's not your people. They're not your people. Right. So don't trip. It, you're not in a convincing game. You're in a game of becoming the best version of you, becoming better than you were yesterday, right? And then it's like, you know, it's like climbing the ladder, right? You're climbing somewhere, right? And you have people around you that you're holding on to your, you know, your mentors, your, you know, your network, right? 100%. The powerful people. And then you're holding someone, uh, you know, also below, right? right? And you're climbing on to get all together. Yeah. You, someone is pulling you up and you, so you're pulling someone up as well. Right. Right. It's so you say it like that, because I think that's the thing that most people miss is like, you know, people, most people want more fulfillment in their life, even though they may not even understand that that's what it is, or what it wants, but they also want more guidance and connection. And so it's like the great thing about basically being an entrepreneur, a, a professional problem solver is that like you get the feeling of connection from your network, from the people that are pulling you up, but you get that feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment when you're actually reaching out and helping people. And from there is when you start to find the person that you actually want to be. And so once you start to realize that, you guys, that's when the game changes. That's when all the hard work and focus and systems that are in place start to finally bear the fruit that you have been planting for so long. Uh, Jason says, he, uh, if you like fishing fish louder, he loves that. I love that too, man. And literally, like a good example of that is like how we met and flying out to the day that we freaking set a, a Guinness Book of World Record. I don't know if you've set any world records since then. I have. No, no. <laughs> but um, it's funny, dude, because for those of you who don't, uh, don't know, 
uh, Alex part was part of or was part of the ClickFunnels what well, coaching was, program. Yeah, okay. And so uh, he had an invitation to go out to Boise, Idaho because of that relationship that he had built with ClickFunnels because of his investment. He had an opportunity to go out to uh, Boise, Idaho for a private party uh, that where Gary Vee was speaking uh, and the Harmon brothers were speaking about viral videos. And it was a celebration because ClickFunnels was releasing a brand new promotional video and they wanted to get all the top influencers that used their software to all stream live and share at the same time to try to organically boost the reach of this video. And so I'm just some regular ass dude who's like, I don't want to be a bartender anymore. I want to be a, a personal speaker, personal speaker, professional speaker. And so I built a personal brand through social media in my mobile phone and I'm just doing my shit. Yo, what's up? It's Marshall, blah, blah, just trying to help people. That's how him and I met is online. Well, he's heading to Boise and just because of the energy and the value, I guess, that I put out. Uh, he just reached out and he was like, yo, bro, I want to invite you to come with me. So I paid for the ticket. I We freaking flew to uh, uh, Boise and we met and uh, it was an incredible couple days uh, of content, but just hanging out was like, it was just awesome. And it was just the first taste, bro, where I was like, is this what life is like? Like where you can travel and meet cool people who are about the same shit and then go do like, go to an event like that. And uh, at that event, uh, we actually set a Guinness Book of World Record. Uh, uh, we set a Guinness Book of World Record. I'm going to tell you guys what it is here after the next break that we take. But before we get to that, what I want to say before we get into the second half of the show and really start to unpack this stuff is that, you know, if I hadn't taken action, you guys, if I hadn't shown up and started doing that, I never would have come into his radar. I mean, I had no idea that that would ever happen. How would I ever think I would ever get invited to a viral video party with all the influencers, which actually was strengthened my brand at the time so much. It almost became a catalyst to what I needed at that moment because it reinforced the credibility that I'd been talking about for so long. And that I was able to make relationships with all these big influencers. And then after investing in the next mastermind, they were all like, oh yeah, I saw you out at ClickFunnels and one thing after another until like connections are made. And so all I'm saying is if you're listening to anything that Alex has been saying in the last freaking 30 minutes, absolute gold and fire, it's like if you surround yourself with the right people, you're going to win, okay? Now we're gonna talk more about what it is that they're passionate about. You've been doing fitness shit. You're in 75 hard right now. Look at your dude in the back. <laughs> Do your thing, Sorry, bro. Sorry, I have, have my dog walker here. Dude, What's dude, up? Dude, bro. Do your thing, man. Hey, Kumba, he's probably. And so when we come back after this break, you guys, we're gonna get into what it is that's going on and uh, how Alex is doing that and what it means to be a lifestyle entrepreneur because literally what I mean by that launch my brand is I learned on that trip that if I build an audience and then I go do cool shit and I film that, now I can start to get a lot of traffic and we can start to do things like build lists and uh, that just ties into systems. And I'm telling you, every successful entrepreneur uh, is about systems because if you don't have, I mean, Alex, well, how important is, is systems to your life and your guys' like freedom, I mean, in general? Huge, man. Huge. It's, yeah. I mean, it's all life is all about focus, right? If you want to achieve something big, you have to be able to focus on, you know, on certain things. Yeah. Right. And there's so many aspects to, right. It's like a, if, you know, if you imagine a pie, right. And the pie being your time, right. There's so many things that you're doing throughout life right, that you're trying to manage around, right, and figure out, okay, where, where's my focus going? Right. If you're scatterbrained and you're doing a million things all at once, you're going to burn out like this, right, like a match. I've been but exactly. And 
and same, same, right? You learn from mistakes. 100%. But if if you have systems uh, and you you know you have your priorities straight, then you know it it's gonna be epic. I love that, dude. I, I love that you said. Uh, you know, if you learn from your mistakes, or if you guys invest in your network and learn from people who've already made them, so you don't have to. You guys, this has been the That's first cheaper. Uh, after, yeah, it's so, dude, it's so <laughs> much cheaper. I love that you said that. We're gonna get in that when we come back, you guys. Uh, this is Marshall Gillen show. It is uh, Wednesday, June tenth. Uh, we're here with Alex Lazenko talking about lifestyle and freedom and making you guys more money, having a good time. We'll see you guys after the break. Killing show. Uh, dude, I woke up in a shitty mood today, but it turns out like once I started the show, I was like, I was in such a good mood. You know, I just, it, I, whenever I feel like shitty, I just, for some reason, my artistic expression is when I feel like I give back through this medium, like it just cheers me up. I don't know why that is, man. Is there anything in your life where like when you're in a shitty mood, like you're like, if I go do this, like it'll cheer me up. Like, what is that for you? For me, it's moving my body. Yeah. It's literally, that's, and I think it's for most people. It's for all people. Yeah. Right. Tony Robbins talks about, you know, motion creates emotion. Right. right? So uh, your, your, your body, your brain specifically is this like chemical factory, right? It fires different, different chemicals throughout your body. And that's, you know, that's what kind of dictates how you feel. Right. 100%. And so, uh, you know, if you start moving your body and, you know, we can go deeper, much deeper yeah. about energy and quantum physics and how all that stuff works. Right. But literally, if you just start move, start your day with moving your body, whether it's going literally 
just walking around, you know, around the block for 10 minutes, or it's doing some push-ups, or it's jumping on a trampoline or whatever it is that you know I you want to do, uh, you're gonna be instantly, you know, your chemistry changes and your your physical state changes. Right. So, I mean, so it's yeah. not magic, it's just science. It's yeah. like you know, when you move better and you eat better, you function better hormonally, which yes. is literally how God or the creator or whatever designed the human avatar to perform. It's yes. like, um, like people, I, this is the thing that, that boggles my mind, bro. I'm like, dude, if I took this iPhone and I put a cheeseburger in it and I woke up in the morning and it became a cheeseburger, you would shit yourself. You would shit yourself. You'd be like, what? Like if you put like a bag of money in a, in a freaking mailbox and all of a sudden it turned into a money tree the next day. But the human body is like that. But so few, but so few people treat it like that. It's like, yo, did you know literally whatever you put inside that pie hole of yours is what your body is going to turn into. And yes. so I think that's, that's an excellent. And I, maybe that's something I take for granted. Um, the, is the fact that I, I do work out and eat healthy. And so I don't even think about it. It's just such a, right. it's a, but it's a habit, but bro, 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 I got a COVID belly. Same. Dude, I did. Gnarly, homie. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Dude, I gotta, so, so my big thing is, is like, um, you know, I have been not eating as much meat as I used to. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been eating more meat than I did in 2019, which I was all vegan in two, or I remember I ate honey, but I was all vegan besides honey in 2019. I wanted to try it and I loved it. But then I got back to Illinois and I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to eat some meat. And, um, so I don't eat a whole lot of meat, but dude, I've just been, I've been eating so many carbs, you know what I mean? And, and so you talk about, uh, ketones a lot and we, let's get into that for a little bit. I mean, shit, our viewers, this would be valuable for everybody, including myself, but, um, let's talk a little bit about that because I think that. Uh, right now with the ketones and MLMs, it's like, I don't want to say that network marketing direct sales companies is that um, a lot of the value in the science-based proven results or the products are losing credibility simply because the sheeple of the world are like, oh, network marketing. Oh, that's a scam. And it's like, no, not everything's a scam. You don't have to be broken and unhealthy. Like, come on, I'll help you. Right. And so, um, Maybe you can expand on that a little bit. What what are ketones, and what what is everybody missing out on when they don't understand what ketosis is and how it can benefit the body, especially for guys who are getting chubby like me? Uh, so okay, so ketones, uh, your body naturally produces ketones, right? Um, you actually are born in ketosis, uh, which means that your body is naturally burning fat for fuel instead of glucose, right? So when you're eating, um, you know, there's there's two types of fuel, glucose and ketones, right? So when you're eating sugar, when you're eating carbs uh, and things like that, your body is getting energy off of the glucose, right? And when you're eating meat, well, let's say, Let's say you're following a keto diet or you're following a carnivore diet. I'm right now I'm carnivore. I only eat, eat, uh, animal produce, right? Um, my body doesn't get any carbs, right? I get a lot of fat and I get a lot of protein, right? And, uh, and so my body burns that, right? My body burns protein and fat to create that energy. So ketones is basically um, like I, 
I'm not, I'm not going to go deep into science because there's resources for that. There's systems for that, right? Right. Back to systems. Uh, But literally ketones, when, when you, when you drink the drink, instead of following a strict diet, you drink the drink, you get ketones. They're bioavailable, which means that they are the same as if your body created it itself. Right. And they help your body burn more fat for fuel, right. For energy. So when, so that's in reference to the, to to the drink, right. But ketosis in general, you guys is, it's basically your, what he's saying is your body has two operating systems, one that operates on sugar and one that operates on fats, carbohydrates, just they carbohydrates pair with insulin in the body and they create energy for your muscles or for your body, which is just what he's saying, glucose. Um, and it's interesting because when you downregulate the intake of your your carbs, and you are now zero carb, but when you downregulate downregulate the intake of carbs, what happens is your body switches because our body's super smart and it wants to survive. And so, uh, in lieu of having the energy from a carbohydrate, uh, your body now has to turn to other resources to be able to fuel and power itself. So imagine you're a freaking caveman, you know, twenty thousand years ago. Um, and you, you don't get an opportunity to eat all the time. You're not smashing berries yet. There's not fresh time. So your body has to be able to adapt to it and switch. So for a lot of people, whether it's long-term or short-term, they're, they're turning to these diets where they're tapping into ketosis. And it's crazy, you know, because people are like, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm keto. And then I'll see them like smashing carbs. I'm like, okay. So you read it like on a, you, like you Googled keto diet and you clicked images on Google and you're following a little meme. Okay. Which is yeah. not, I'm not trying to talk shit, but I'm saying you guys, there's so much more to it. Not only that, now there's opportunities by science where they're able to, uh, mock essentially what our body can do naturally. We talk about this with fasting. Like I'm really big. I do intermittent fasting every day. I'll be doing a three day fast here shortly again. And, um, I'm like, it's the same thing. There's stuff out there that can help you mimic a fasting diet and get the results for people who need different solutions. And you're telling us it's the same thing with ketones. Yes. So literally there's, there's only two ways to get your body in a state of ketosis, right? You can follow a diet or you can drink ketones exogenously. That's all. That's right. It. it doesn't mean, right? It doesn't mean that if you slam the entire pizza tonight and right. drink some ketones, you're going to be you're gonna, you know, you're going to lose all the fat that you got. Right. It doesn't mean that. You still thing. you still put that pizza inside of your body, right? Right. But what it means is that your body will be able to break down and burn that pizza and burn burn the you know, get the carbs out and burn the, the fat, uh, faster. I dig it, man. I, uh, I think it's an excellent solution. I love what you guys are doing. Uh, I, I thank you for explaining that. Obviously, look, listen, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, uh, first off, thank you for joining us, whatever platform you want. If you guys are watching on YouTube or Facebook, you guys let me know below. Let me, let me know. I told you it's a big day guys. We're only eight subscribers away from a thousand. And so once we get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube, we get mobile Marshall and I'm excited to be mobile Marshall. I'm excited to get mobile Marshall out and on YouTube, man. It's, it's exciting time. But, uh, you guys, if you're watching, so listening, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm telling you it's worth your time and energy to at least reach out to Alex and ask him a little bit more about ketones. I, do you guys have some free training or something that uh, there's probably yeah, something man, we got, yeah, we got systems on systems like yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys know, if you guys are listening or watching the show, you guys know how entrepreneurship works. But the, the reality of it is, is that 
I've preached you guys all the time. Stop trying to do shit you don't know how to do yourself. Okay. Stop trying to do that. If you don't know how to, if you don't know how to freaking, you know, build a business, call somebody who does. If you don't know how to, you know, repair the pains in your heart, call somebody who does. If you don't know how to, uh, how to take advantage of your, take advantage of your body, not take advantage. Well, maybe kind of trick it, right? If you don't have yeah. to, your inner being taking advantage of your ego. If you don't know how to, if you, if you've been struggling with weight loss, or if you want to know more, reach out to Alex and he'll help you. Um, it's not me trying to pitch him. I'm just being like, yo, listen to this information. Like what else do you guys fucking need to hear? It's worth reaching out and seeing what him and his girlfriend are up to. Let me ask you this. I, bro. I appreciate the plug. Let me, let me just, uh, uh, make sure to make something clear. Ketones are not weight loss. Pro this right. is not a weight loss product, right? Weight and losing, losing fat is a side effect of what ketones actually do for your body. It does so much more than losing fat, than burning fat. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure that you, you know, your people know that yeah. this is not a weight loss product at all. Like I we don't, that. we don't target people who yeah. need to. I lose love fat. that. Clean, I'll clean up my language, and I didn't mean that. I guess for me, when I think personally, when I think of weight loss, I always, I always know it's fat because I don't have weight to lose. But you're right, right. speaking very genuinely. Um, and you guys, I mean, I go in, I'm in ketosis almost, I mean, I'm in ketosis a lot of times because I fast 18 to 23 hours a day. And so I don't fast, I don't fast or go into ketosis for weight loss at all. And I've told, I tell, I tell my people this all the time. Like for me, that's for me personally, the reason I love ketosis or fasting, uh, and again, ketosis is a byproduct of the way that I fast, but uh, is because it's healing. It literally at a molecular and cellular level is it's healing your body or, or it's a precursor to healing then through nutrition and, uh, and fitness. And so I love that you uh, correct me on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and, um, that's absolutely true. It's, it's not that. And I guess I just, uh, I think that I, I love that you called me out. Well, not called me out, but they called me out on that is because it's like, that's such a struggle in the fitness and, and health industry for a lot of people like you and I, who are talking actually more about like biohacks or bioengineering are these things that we can actually take advantage of and people go oh you fast because for weight loss i'm like oh no bro i'm like no no so much more than that so much more so than much weight more, loss yeah. yeah so i love that but again how do you know what you don't know and that's why you guys got to be around the right type of people so you're going to want to go look up with alex and uh boss lee jeffy lee you guys and learn more about that but dude we set a world record a couple of years ago we set a we world did. for the largest game of bubble soccer ever played so fun so fun. However, I got to know what your take on it was because I tell people that and they laugh like, <laughs> like it wasn't hard for me. Okay. So I, I, I'll share my side, side but I want to hear your side first. Like, what was it really like during that game? Like, what was your experience inside the bubble? Like that whole moment, like what was it actually like for you? Because I think people hear it and they're like, oh, that must have been like sunshine and rainbows and everybody was having right. a laugh. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it was exhausting, dude. Yeah. It was it was not easy. It's not just you running around, you know, whatever. It's it's a physical workout, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we trained, you know, for months no, and months no. and months to be able to do it. That's right? why it's so hard. Exactly, right? <laughs> but it it was I mean, I was sweating Dude. the entire time. Well, it was it was weird because we showed up to the stadium. Remember how freezing ass cold it was? The wind it was, was yeah. whipping. It was freezing. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we have to take off our clothes to get in the bubble. Now, I don't know about you, but dude, I'm like a short, like kind of wide guy. So when I put the bubble on, I was telling people I put the bubble on and I already was like 
I was so constricted, I couldn't move. And it yeah. only took like two or three minutes before I was like, I realized I was like, I would take a deep breath in, but I couldn't exhale fully enough to be like, get a full breath. And on top of that, it was like the inside of the bubble was like super clear, but the outside where people have been running into was all, it was all scratched up. So you couldn't see anything. And so here we are in this bubble. You can't move. I can't get a full breath and I'm breathing in and out. I can't see anything. And it's hotter than crap in there. You're saying it was sweating. I was like, bro, I was sweating. But for those of you guys who are watching and listening, that wasn't even the, that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was we started with a hundred people. And before the game started, the official Guinness Book of World Record, like a uh, guy who was keeping time or whatever, he's like, listen, we have officials placed all around the, the field. If at any time you stop moving, you had to keep moving. If at any time <laughs> you stop moving, uh, you'll be told once real quick to continue your pace. If at that time you do not continue to move, you'll be asked to leave the field. If at any time you guys fall below 95, uh, then this is all for nothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So our mentor, he has this big, great thing. Russell Bronson has this big, great party. He organizes, oh, we should have this fucking bubble game of soccer, break the world record. They have to call multiple bubble soccer people in Idaho because there's not a hundred bubble soccer things in Idaho. They get them all shipped there. We're all excited. We put them on. And now we're on the field and like, we can't stop running. Dude, I literally thought I was going to die. I literally <laughs> died, bro. I was like- How long was it? Was it like 30 minutes or something? No, it was like 90 minutes or something stupid. 90? It was something, or two, two like uh, 30 minute halves or something dumb. Yeah. I'm off for a second. And so we're moving around and I'm like, bro, I don't know how I'm going to keep moving. Like I can't breathe as it is. Now, if you're listening- Some people got luckier than others because oh. some people had a little, little window. Yeah. Not me. I so didn't have a window either. <laughs> like, well, that's the that's the next thing then, because you put these on, then you couple that with a bunch of ambitious and driven people who have a lot of money. And listen, you guys, it was like a freaking headhunting contest out Seriously. there. I little Caleb Maddox trying to blow me up for like freaking a whole entire time. So I don't have health insurance. So I'm out there all like, I'm like, I can't see, I can't breathe. They're telling me I can't stop moving. I'm sweating bullets and I'm, my head's on a swivel. Like people are down playing soccer. I'm like in the corner of the, of the field all by myself, just running in circles. Like I'm still moving. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Um, but I uh, rocked a couple of times. Did you get, did you get blown up at all? I got blown up. I think once. Yeah, but I've blown up probably at least four or five people. I remember <laughs> blowing up Matt Maddox, and, oh, and he was not happy, dude. Oh, dude, that was such a fun time, and I think that's what people are are not understanding, or 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 maybe still skeptical of. It's like when you show up every day in a way with systems, which I talk about all the time, having a system, which is why I started a show. Right? I'm like, well, I don't want to make content always. I'll just make this. I'll pay to amplify it. So be it. Find a system that works for you. But I'm trying to tell people. If you find something that you're passionate about, like fishing, if you're fishing, like you've been fishing all the time and you just mentioned it, fish louder. Like if you guys love fishing, did you know that if you just made some regular content about fishing, maybe teaching people how to actually tie a hook on so it doesn't ever fall off? Well, this is the old, this could hold a bear kind of knot, or these are different lures or walking in and having a, sh a short conversation with the guy at the tackle shop or your new ugly stick you got, or your this reel or that reel, or, Hey, I'm thinking about fly, whatever. The content is endless for fishing. And so when you show up in a way where you just start doing the things that you love and then you learn skills, which is how to market that, 
how to sell a product. Maybe it's affiliate marketing where you make a deal with a fishing company and because you have 10,000 views, every time you go live, they're like, yo, bro, we'll give you free fishing gear for life and a check for X amount of dollars if you only use this. These things are possible when you show up in a way that gives value first. And like Alex said in the very beginning, all you got to do is just continue to compete with yourself the day before. And having you on here and everything you've been saying, dude, that's what you do. It's literally, that's, you've proven that that's it. six years ago, you came to America. Yeah, you spoke some English, not a whole lot from extreme poverty. And now here you are in a dream situation, uh, doing the things you love every single day with somebody that you love and that loves you back. And like for all intents and purposes, like the epitome of what the American dream is. If you put your focus into something that is positive and has resourceful results and you show up courageously, even in spite of fear, Alex, like, dude, persistence, consistency, here we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. What a wild I mean, time to be alive, man. Per, it's, yeah, it all comes down to personal development and developing your network, man. 100%. That's the Literally. biggest thing. I was like, I know I haven't even asked, I was like, I haven't even asked him this yet, but I know if I ask him the biggest thing that he's had, it's going to be the network. It's like, the more you invest the network that grows and it's literally, I love how basic and simple you explained it. It's like literally anything that I need to know is just a phone call or a text away because my network is so vast of people. And if I don't know somebody, the people that love me, my network, for example, I have a buddy who's starting a basketball camp and I'm like, dude, I know a football player. I know a professional football player. They call him Jimmy jump. I was like, let me reach out to Jimmy jump and like, let's get him to come out to a retreat for the first like three days. We'll have Jimmy jump, teach the kids on one half. We'll have the parents on the other half during the same time learning branding and marketing and business aspects so they can market and brand their children. And then at the end of the week, we'll just have like a round robin tournament. And he's like, oh my God, that's a great idea. But for people who are watching and listening, he only gets to have access to those types of ideas is because he's made an investment into me, which is where I'm like, not because I, because he wants to learn that stuff and that investment invests into his network. Because when you invest into Alex or you invest into boss Lee or Marshall or whatever person you invest in, into the Mar Marshall Palooza retreat, I'm telling you, dude, like Marshall is the, is the real deal. I'm telling you, like, if you want to level up your business, you want to level up your life, you want to level up your network, this is the place, this is the event to show up to, right? Yeah, bro. That's it, period. Period. I Pay the it. money. I don't know. I don't know what it costs. I don't know when yeah. it is. I, I think it's in September. Yeah, it's in September. I, I have tickets between three. I'll just tell people because I don't, I mean, it's nothing for sale. Like either you want to come or you don't. It's, I have tickets for three grand, five grand, and six grand. And so I was like, the way people are like, how did you determine that? So for, I'm in Illinois right now with my mom. And in Illinois, when we used to go on vacation every year, we used to go to a place called the Wisconsin Dells. And Wisconsin Dells is fucking awesome. Still probably awesome. But like, bro, it's in the middle of Wisconsin. Okay. So it's not like going to Dallas or going to like San Diego. It's great. But yeah. it's still. And so I looked at it. I was like, well, if I want to go to the Wisconsin Dells with my family right now, and I wanted to take me or my, let's just take myself. I want to go with some friends. I wanted to have, I wanted to have all food, all drinks paid for. I wanted to not have to worry about anything. I wanted to have all the amenities, in-house massages, a cook available whenever I wanted. What would that cost me? And I looked and it was like, it was well more than three grand. And so I was like, okay, that's a fair start. I'm going to take somebody to South, South Lake Tahoe, right? And so for three grand for people to come out, otherwise it's like five grand for a couple or six grand for a private room. And, um, the reason I tell people this, all this stuff and share it with them is because I'm just like, I, I don't, if you come, you come. If you join Alex, you join Alex. The point of it is I just want people to know what the fuck we're doing without a bunch of smoke and mirrors so they can go, oh, how does this really work? 
Because after spending three years in the entrepreneur and speaking and like coaching space, it's so scummy and so like icky because everybody's like smoking mirrors and they're trying to trick this. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm going on vacation. That's it. Like I'm going on vacation. If you want to go on vacation with me, this is what it costs to have a room in the house. I'm going to take care of everything. If you want to get healthy and you want to learn how to make money while being around other people who promote health and wellness, you call Alex. Like that's just how it works. That's why I put people on my show and in my network. Well, I'm like, if you guys want to win, go pick whatever you want. But dude, I love the way you, you two are showing up because you just put it out there. You're like, I'm living my life. Sometimes we do good. Sometimes it's in between. Most of the time we're winning, but it's not always like that. And so you just share that. And I think that, you know, the people to look and observe what you guys are doing, uh, how you're living and building a business through lifestyle entrepreneurship is just like, it's incredible, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Well, dude, I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, dude, is there anything you want to share with us before you go? Is there anything else you want to say? Man, I, I like something that's been on my mind is uh, through this COVID time, whatever, whatever the reason it happened, right? Whoever set it up or why it happened, I believe that there is a much bigger purpose behind what, what just happened, right? And I believe that, uh, I don't know where I heard, I think I heard it yesterday, maybe Dean Graciosi said that. He said, look, everybody's been praying for more time, right, to, to start something new. Everybody's been praying, you know, say, saying, oh, I don't have enough time to start a new business. I don't have enough time to, be, you know, um, meet more people or learn this new skill or whatever. Here we go. COVID happened. You had all the time in the world. What did you do? The question is, what did you do, right? Because I know most people were Netflix and chilling. Right. Absolutely. And and people and businesses that are going to be some of the biggest brands out there in the world in the next decade, two or three. Were were, were started during COVID. 100 percent true. Right. Man. And so it's like, you know, yeah, COVID is going away. But keep in mind, right. While, while you were sitting at home, locked up, you had this time to think right and i think a lot of people had you know had a lot more time to spend with themselves inside right. their mind and right now something great is happening i feel like you yeah. know this this yeah. huge awakening of souls is happening right now as we yeah. speak because because finally you were able to kind of you know kind of like put all the distractions aside and spend spend some time some time with real you. Yeah. Um, so I love that, dude. That's a great point. It's uh, you know, it's incredible to see the change that's happening. And anyway, I don't want to go on a whole different no, no, tangent. Dude. I want to be respectful. No, it's it's true though. It's true because I've been I've literally been saying that like on March thirteenth, I released a video on YouTube which was Friday the 13th. It was the day that they officially closed on America. And mm -hmm. I told everybody, I said, listen, this is your get out of jail free card. You will never again. And maybe our ancestors, nobody else has ever had an opportunity. This is the get out of jail free card where right now you can stop doing your relationship, your job, your anything. And nobody will bat an eye because they'll be like, oh, we understand. Because it was an opportunity for everybody to wipe the slate clean. All the people that are complaining, that are incited by, you know, the news and the race wars and all everything. We started this whole episode off before you came on. I told them, listen, the reason that Alex has success is because where energy or where focus goes, energy flows. 
and him and his girlfriend are choosing to what they what they focus on and who they surround themselves with. That's why he's literally, I, I said, hey, is there anything else you want to share before you go? And he tells you guys literally the same thing that we led into the episode with. You guys, it's a choice. It's a decision on what you're going to do. And the great awakening, I mean, I couldn't, I, I've been saying, dude, I know that you probably agree too. It's crazy. Like, it's a good versus evil thing, man. It's like, it's, it's like a spiritual warfare going on right now. And yes. we have an opportunity to start over and become anything we want. That's why I launched my show. I said, fuck it. I said, fuck it. I, if I could get paid to do anything, I would do, I have a morning talk show. And so, Boom. you know, I just, I, I, I just want everybody to know when you show up and take that chance, good things start to come. And, um, you know, like essentially it looks like I'm going to be getting paid to be a travel agent from now on, which is crazy. I love it. I love it. Paid to go fishing and do 75 hard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, bro, I thank you so much, man. Maybe we'll have to get back on another time and do a more in depth, uh, uh, ketone one, but I really appreciate being here, bro. It's good to catch up. Uh, where are you at in Austin? Dallas. I'm in Frisco. Yeah. Frisco. Close to Dallas. Frisco, is that Texas. where the stadium is at? Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So Dallas Cowboys headquarters is here and the training facility. Uh, okay. But their stadium is down in Arlington. Oh, how but, far is that from uh, Frisco? It's like uh, like 30 minutes drive. Not how too far. far. It's in Dallas um, like a year ago, but I can't remember where I was at in Dallas. Got an accident. It was terrible. Oh, no. Yeah, I've never been in. All right. I'll let you go, man. Thanks, Thanks so for having me, man. Appreciate I appreciate it, you. Later, See homie. Ya. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We just had uh, Alex Lazenko on. Uh, what an episode. Just sharing some new perspectives with you. Uh, you guys know, as always, it's the Marshall Gillen Show. We are streaming to you live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And even though we're not the biggest show, I'm still convinced that we're the best show. And the more people I get here through your guys' help, the more lives I can transform. We're just sharing stories on a mission to save a billion lives, to save a billion lives. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, you guys, make sure you tune in tonight on Marshall TV as we the second uh, installment of the nightly show with Kyle Dillinger will be airing. Love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow morning.